In a world where roads stretch like veins across the land, there exists a breed of individual who finds solace in the symphony of revving engines and the embrace of the wind. They are the passionate souls who dare to straddle the two-wheeled marvels that grant them freedom like no other. Their hearts beat to the rhythm of adventure, their souls ignited by the raw power beneath them. With every twist of the throttle, they embark on a journey of self-discovery, leaving behind the mundane and driving headfirst into a kaleidoscope of sensations. For them, motorcycling is not just a mode of transportation, it's a way of life. It is the gateway to the unknown, the key that unlocks the vast expanse of possibility. It is a canvas upon which they paint their dreams and desires, tracing the contours of their passion with every twist and turn. In the saddle, they find liberation from the shackles of routine, breaking free from the confines of societal norms. As the wind whispers secrets in their ears, and the road unfolds before them, they become one with the elements, united in a symphony of motion and freedom. Through the rain and sunshine, they defy the odds, their determination carving paths through the obstacles that stand in their way. They navigate treacherous curves and conquer daunting heights, always pushing the boundaries of their own capabilities. The motorcycle becomes an extension of their very being, a partner in crime, a confidant in their pursuit of unbridled joy. And when they ride together, their passion multiplies, intertwining like threads in a vibrant tapestry. They share laughter, stories, and the unspoken language that only those who have felt the euphoria of the open road can understand. In their presence, the world becomes a playground and the miles melt away beneath their wheels. For those brave souls, motorcycling is more than a hobby or a pastime. It is an undeniable mark on their souls. It is the fire that burns within, urging them to chase their dreams with unwavering determination. And as they ride into the horizon, they inspire others to break free, to embrace the thrill of life, and to discover their own path to fulfillment. If this is speaking your language, then hit that subscribe button, because this is Kiwi Rider Podcast. And welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here, and great to have you along. We have um, a pretty good show for you, actually, this week. Very shortly, we're going to be talking to uh, a well-known motorcyclist around the Auckland region. That's all I can say about that, because any more than that is just going to give it away. But right now, we need to get into the top five. Riding a motorcycle in winter can be thrilling and a unique experience, but it does come with its own reasonably obvious challenges. So brought to you by Protector Insurance, here is the top five, and this week the top five things that can make riding a motorcycle in winter more enjoyable. In at number five, proper cold weather gear. 
Invest in high-quality, cold-weather riding gear. It's essential for being comfortable and enjoying your winter riding. Insulated jackets, pants, gloves, boots, specially designed for winter riding, can keep you warm and protect against the elements. Number four, on the top five things that makes winter riding a lot more enjoyable. Don't forget your base layer. A merino base layer or something similar, we're talking long johns and a thermal top, under your standard clothes, under your riding gear, is pretty much essential. Layer up, keep warm. Number three on the top five things to make winter riding more enjoyable. Heated grips and other heated accessories. Installing heated grips on your motorcycle handlebars can provide warmth and improve your grip during cold weather rides. Additionally, heated accessories such as heated seat covers, heated vests can all provide extra warmth and comfort, allowing you to focus on the road rather than your chill. It's important to keep things like your hands warm as well because when they get cold, you lose dexterity and you, you know, you're pretty much going to lose control of the motorcycle uh, not long after there. Number two on the top five things that makes winter motorcycling more enjoyable. Clear visor and fog-free solutions for your helmet. Maintaining good visibility is crucial in winter riding, in any riding really, it goes without saying, but a fogged up visor can be a significant hindrance. Using an anti-fog solution or installing something like a pinlock system in your uh, helmet, in your visor, can help prevent fogging. Additionally, keeping your visor clean and using a visor with a good anti-scratch property can enhance your visibility during winter rides. Um, if you do a ride forever course, you'll probably get one of these nifty wee chamois, uh, which is very good to keep in your bike, pa- uh, bike pack, bike bag, and uh, can be used to clean your visor after you get a shower of the, uh, the gross scrubby stuff. And number one on the top five things to make winter motorcycling more enjoyable. Thank you very much, Protector Insurance. Don't underestimate the importance of waterproofing in winter. It could be a beautiful day, but if it rains, you're going to get colder faster. If you get wet, you will get cold, and when the body gets cold, it uses more energy to warm up or to maintain some kind of body temperature. You won't realise it, but your reaction times will slow down and your mind will wander. You'll want to get something to re-waterproof your gear or get an extra rain layer, an overcoat and pants, something like the Scott Waterproof Gear, which is meant to be worn over your standard riding gear. And as a bonus, it's an extra layer of thermal insulation keeping the wind off you and... um, the rain when it happens so there you go there's your top five things always remember to prioritize your safety when riding in winter assess your riding skills do a ride forever course check out the condition of your motorcycle and your gear and check the weather before you check uh, before you disembark on your ride stay alert maintain a safe following distance and adjust your riding style to the conditions that's your top five brought to you by protector insurance motorcycle insurance by motorcyclists for motorcyclists head to protector.co.nz and see if you could be on a better deal than you are right now recently i had the chance to catch up with a real kiwi rider who many of you will actually know he's instrumental in the auckland motorcycling scene i'm not going to give it away by telling you any more than that apart from to say his name is preston o'brien and i absolutely love his vibe check this out 
let's let's talk to the man himself, Preston. Thank you very much for joining me on the show. Uh, all good, Raymond. Pretty happy. Ray or Raymond? Oh, whatever comes out. My mother calls me Raymond when I'm in trouble. Oh, nice to meet you, Ray. Yeah, you too. What is it you do? Because I know that you're tied in with DGR in Auckland. You've got Moto Social going on. I've seen you tied in with uh, Kiwi Rider magazine from time to time. What, what, where do you come from? What do you do? Uh, I guess I ride motorbikes. Uh, but I, I, I guess a, 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 quite a bit later on in life, I've realised um, my purpose or my passion is helping men connect and uh, encompassing that with my love for motorbike riding became a bit of um, joy for me. Gives me a lot of joy, I should say. Uh, so I just, I'm involved with all those things and as well as my own, you know, every Sunday, my own club, just around just kind of trying to give people a space to meet and connect and open up a bit. Right. Fair enough. So talk to me about, let's start with, with every sun, uh, every Sunday motorcycle club or collective? Collective, ESMC. Yeah, we tried to stay away from the MC motorcycle club thing for obvious reasons. Yeah, every Sunday motorcycle collective. Uh, one person that we've spoken to on the podcast before that's, that's a bit involved in that as well is one Peter Elliott. Um, is, is it as, as, as simple as the name suggests? Every Sunday you, you meet up, go for a ride? Mate, it, it started out with a, uh, like two of us in, or five of us and then it kind of grew from there. And the whole idea was I just wanted to know that if I turned up in the same space every Sunday that there'd be somebody there to ride with. So that's what we started doing, five of us. And it grew and grew and grew. Uh, and, you know, it, it was a bit of a private patch club at the beginning. That's what Peter Elliott's a part of, the original club of that. And then John and I sort of stepped away and because we wanted to open it up to everyone. So all we did was have a specific space and a specific time. And now, I mean, we're out at Cycle Spot on Wairau Road, thanks to Grant, you know, Grant Wolford out there. He's been really helpful for us. Um and it's I've turned up there today. There's maybe sixty motorbikes there. Uh, there's five or six different organised rides going on, and some people who aren't riding, they just turn up and have a coffee and a chat, and you know, look at motorbikes. Um, people are there with their kids on scooters. Um, it's kind of, I guess, it's like the motor social, but it's every Sunday, and we just wanted to have that that familiarity, so you just knew whatever. I guess from my idea, my idea of it is whatever shitty is going on in your week, whatever you're trying to get through, you can because, you know, on Sunday you can just turn up and have a coffee and talk about bikes for a while. Mm -hmm. It's your church. Bingo. This is why it's on Sunday morning. This is why, I mean, there's a little bit of a reason behind that too because with my own um, journey lately of sobriety and and just trying to be a better person, um, I found Sunday – if you give guys somewhere to be on Sunday mornings, they're less likely to overdo it on Saturday night, which is just – got to sneak – my partner calls it sneaking the um, uh, the carrots in with the brownies. So you can't tell men to be better, but you just kind of make things a little bit so that they kind of edge that way, if you know what I mean, Raymond. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so you touched on a little bit the uh, motor social. Uh, tell us about that and what's the difference? I guess, I mean, motor socials uh, first Tuesday in Auckland. It's the first Tuesday of every month, six to eight pm. Uh, we run the summer months, so I, th- I think it's. I, I mean, I've got too much going on in my head to remember, but it's like October or November, and it goes to March, maybe April. 
and that's that's about the the whole idea of that globally is more about um, helping people connect, but also changing the face of like DGR is changing the face or the perception of people's or people's perception of um, guys on motorbikes, right? Um, which I find is really important at the moment with all your um whatever they call those kids on dirt bikes with no plates riding around being idiots. Then they're, they're not making any of us look good. So the motor social, we go to a different venue every every month. Um, it started out when I took it over a couple of years ago. There was maybe a couple of hundred bikes, maybe a couple of hundred, and we're up to like over four hundred now. It's it's crazy, but it's just trying to get everyone together from everywhere somewhere really pro-social that they can just stand around, meet people, look at bikes and talk about bikes. The difference every Sunday, obviously, apart from the title, um, which is the fact that it's every Sunday, is, um, I don't know. I mean, they're the, they're, maybe they're the same kind of thing. But every Sunday is my baby and motor socialism. I guess that's the, that's the biggie. And every Sunday to me is more of a you know this is like again i'm going to say it. it's not i don't really push this but it's more of i'm trying to create a space for men to come to if they're having a shitty time or you know just a safe space to come to and no one's going to try to tell you what to do or tell you anything you, you just stand around and have a coffee and forget about life for a while and i suppose being on a, on a on a tuesday night once a month compared to every sunday you're going to get a different type of rider a different type of person right by a hundred percent motor social is kind of everyone and everything um, and there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, uh, we, you know, we try to do what we can to try and stop people playing up a bit, but there's still quite a bit of red bombing and wheelies and, you know, that kind of thing coming in and out. Every Sunday, there's none of that. Every Sunday is, um, like my, the, the guy I run it with, John and I, we've gone from day one with, um, the idea of, uh, attraction, not promotion. So, we really haven't tried to push it. We don't try to push it out there to say, come and, you know, we do now a bit on our Facebook page, but it's that's seven years later. It was, uh, we just kind of sent out the message of what we were and knowing that the people who want to be a part of that will turn up. You know, we do a lot of, um, we do a lot of pro, um, our partners, pro female posting. We do a lot of, we use a lot of Tereo and our messaging and stuff. So, we do it, you know, for Gay Pride, for the um, Pride on, for the Gay Pride Day. We did a post that said, "Write who you want and what you want." Um, and by just doing those kind of things, the bigots aren't going to come anyway. So that's the difference between, you know, that's that that space. What I wanted to make that space was somewhere where everybody felt safe. And that's the way to do it. I admire the work you do. Am I making sense? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I love the message of acceptance and 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 come as you are. I I, I think I really rate what you're doing there. Um, so that's uh, every Sunday motorcycle collective. That's uh, Moto Social. And the third thing that I know you're heavily involved with is the DGR, the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. Oh, mate. And that has just happened yeah, in the, the last DGR. couple of weeks in Auckland. Well, it happened all over the world. But uh, I saw some photos. Talk us through. What did you do? How much did you raise? Where does the money go? Give us the, the, the whole story. Uh, the DGR, it's my second year doing the DGR. And I was terrified last year. And I was a little bit terrified this year, a, a little bit less than last year. But um, the DGR is amazing. Uh, Mark Howe, I think it's like 13 years. I, I don't know his 
much as I should, and I'm going to make sure I know more for next year to talk to press and stuff about it. I, I believe it's 13 years old. Um, we in Auckland raised about $63,000. 300 riders raised, 301 riders raised $63,000. Um, the money goes, Movember um, own DGR now, so they control all the money. The DGR raises the money, it goes to Movember. It is spent, this is the beautiful thing about DGR, all the money raised in Auckland is spent in Auckland. All the money raised in New Zealand is spent in New Zealand. This, none of these dollars leave. So Movember get to decide where how it gets spent. It's their money. Uh, I, these are the bits. This is where I wish I knew more because some of the initiatives they've um, spent the money on here have gone really well. These first responders ones, there's a couple of guys I should know the names of who have done some uh, Man Up. I think that Man Up TV show, I should know more about it. I don't, was um, funded through under DJR in November. Um a couple of other things. Uh, the DGR, what am I saying? Uh, $7.1 million worldwide. That's American. So like $10 million New Zealand dollars they raised this year. It's the most I've ever raised by over a million dollars. Um, we in Auckland met down at the West Haven Marina. You do a nice little city loop controlled by police, which is great. I love having the police in. I try to get the police in and the DGR on the motor social as well. Because at the end of the day, they're just dudes who ride bikes too. And I, I love having them as a part of it. Um, got a lot of respect for them, obviously. Uh, run through the city. What we nailed down this year was um, the front steps of the museum. I have one one reason that I wanted to do this, because I really wanted that big photo of all of us standing on the front steps of the museum, because I knew DGR Global would use it. And they have their campaign, their little what reel that they're running to show that we raised $7 million this year is a sweeping photo of all of us standing on the front steps of the museum. Um, Mark Howard. So we're talking the, the Auckland Museum up yeah, on the hill museum. there. We got permission. We rode all our bikes around there. Um, we lined up five Triumphs on the front, Triumph for the main sponsor here. Um, we lined up five Triumphs on the front steps, 300 riders behind it and got a photo and video of it. Um, oh, yeah, man, it was, it, was, it was a fantastic day. And we had this year the founder – uh, Mark Howell from Australia came to do our ride and the two hosts of the New York City. So New York City have raised over a million dollars. They raise a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year um, and with a thousand riders and the two hosts took the day off and came down here and did our one. And then jumped on a plane and flew to uh, Hawaii to do two in two days. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty epic. It was a really, really good day. We rode all the way around the um, rain. It rained all around all around us and then dumped on us um, as we all crossed Grafton Bridge. It was quite beautiful. By the time we got back down to West Haven, everyone was dry and happy and we gave away some prizes thanks to the sponsors. That's a really good day. Outstanding. Well, well done on on that and well done on all the initiatives that you're in behind. Those are the big three that I know about. Have you got anything else going on that we can talk about that I don't know about? Motorcycle-wise? Yeah. No, no I, it, um, every Sunday, motorcycle, DGR. What do you ride? Oh, mate, I'm so happy. I've always, my whole life, I've ridden R90s, the um. Um, R80s, the ex-cop ones, BMW. Um, since like the mid-80s ones, I've been buying them for buying and doing them up for, I don't know, 20 years. 
um, loved them. Before that, it was all GBs, and before that, it was scooters, little little seventy fives and stuff. But uh, I just got off BMW onto well, the first ever brand new bike I've had, uh, the new Triumph twelve hundred XE Scrambler. I just, I'm so happy, mate. I'm so happy, mate. I got on the Ducati Desert X. Um, I got on a few different ones I've been trialling out, but this uh, Triumph Scrambler is just, yeah, mind-blowing. Mate, I grew up really tough. That's why I lost my brother to suicide and almost myself. That's why I get so involved in this, helping me connect in the DGR stuff, and I never comprehended I'd be a person who would ever have a new vehicle. And, um, mate, I've just got this fucking $30,000 Triumph. It's just, I'm still in awe of it. And I'm love it. I love it. I like your T-shirt, mate. It's good to see. I like that. Yeah, uh, you got the hat on as well. I can see that. Yeah, I, um, mate, I'm, I'm a big fan of the guys up here who um, import and, and the Triumph stuff. They've been really helpful to me. I mean, they. I'm an ambassador for them now. Um, they kind of stepped up and they really appreciate what I've been doing. And when I said to them I wanted to, you know, I was looking at the new bike. They came to the table and, um, I, you know, I, I was quite humbled and I don't, I, I'm still having trouble accepting it to be given a bike and, and gear and stuff and to say, because they just appreciate what I'm trying to do as well. Um, yeah, but I, it wasn't about the deal or anything. It was that bike, mate, that scrambler. I've always ridden, like I kept buying those R90, R80s and, um, and I, I keep saying R90 because recently I've had two of the new, you know, the new BMWs, the R90s. But um, I keep buying them and turning into, them into scramblers, so they look like scramblers. And so I've always had these bikes that look like scramblers, but I've never had an actual, you know what I mean? The, the whole, the design difference, the wheel, the length, I don't know enough of the tech about it. But this thing actually, you know, I'm off-road. I, I, I did that um, Port Waikato to Waipu Caves, and it was just sideways and happy and locking it up and, it's I'm so happy. I, I was never a kid who had dirt bikes, you know. So I'm I'm dirt biking now at fifty one on a fucking sorry on a, on a twenty seven thousand dollar machine that I don't care if I drop it because I'm just having so much fun. Outstanding, Preston O'Brien. Well, I love your vibe. I love your mojo. I love your 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 ambition and your passion, um, and it comes across in 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 how you speak about everything you do. Thank you so much for taking the time to have a chat. I hope that we can keep in touch and chat about what you've got coming up as we move forward. Um, but I really appreciate the time uh, that you've given us today. Oh, mate, any time, Raymond. I'm not kidding. Any time you want to check, call, mate, we'll do it again. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And that pretty much wraps up the show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is Kiwi Rider Podcast. Check out the magazine, Kiwi Rider Magazine, absolutely free, twice a month for you to read at kiwirider.co.nz. It's not printed. We don't waste dinosaurs on that sort of thing, or waste trees, I should say. Uh, but go to kiwirider.co.nz, read it, download it, do whatever you like there. Uh, my motorcycling content goes out at uh, motonz.com. Also, the YouTube channel, MotoNZ on YouTube. Matthew Daigillett's website, onthrottle.co.nz. My name's Ray here, and thank you so much for listening. This is Kiwi Rider Podcast. Hit that like button, chuck a comment up, you can get touch, get in touch with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can email me podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. Otherwise, keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time.
Motorcycle insurance stands as a shield of protection, guarding riders against the uncertainties that may lie ahead. It provides a sense of security, ensuring that in the event of an accident or mishap, financial burdens are lessened. Motorcycle insurance offers peace of mind, allowing riders to focus on the exhilaration of the open road rather than worry about the potential liabilities. It covers medical expenses, repairs and even legal fees, offering a safety net that preserves both finances and well-being. With motorcycle insurance in place, riders can embrace their passion while knowing they are prepared for whatever may come their way, ready to ride with confidence. Kiwi Rider Podcast is proud to be supported and insured by Protector Insurance. With cover for theft, damage and complete loss, it's not just the motorcycle, but the gear as well. Options like track day cover and rebates for Ride Forever courses are awesome. Head to protector.co.nz to see if you are on the best deal possible. And thank you very much, Protector Insurance, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.